Okay, joy to the world. This is show number 100 of the Midnight Skeptic. And uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 20th of December. It's about 9.30 a.m. And uh, I've got a special treat after my uh, uh, playing music goes off. And here it is. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, uh, that was my cat. My cat, Sasha. At the end of every show, I admonish my listeners to think logically, think rationally, think uh, scientifically, and pet your cat. Well, that was my cat. I'm out of breath. I had to chase her down. Okay. Catching my breath. Sip of wine. Nicolini Zinfandel. Mmm. Okay. <sighs> On this YouTube... 100th show. I was doing it just on the radio before I went on YouTube. Uh, On the Midnight Skeptic, I want to remind all of my thousands and thousands of listeners that I am proudly woke. And one of the goals of the show is to make America Republican-free, MAGA-head-free, conservative-free, evangelical-free, and a happy country again. A country that has no hate for any group, that accepts and respects people, all people, regardless of their differences, and how they choose to present themselves to this world. Send all hate mail, death threats, and constructive suggestions to the Midnight Skeptic at gmail.com. It's all lowercase, all one thing. Um, and uh, I'm telling you again, that I am woke. Oh, and one of the side efforts of this show is to make woke the term a good thing to be called 
Republicans and MAGA heads are trying to uh, make it into a pejorative, something that uh, MAGA heads can call a, a person that has a modicum of education. You're woke! Okay, well, I'm trying to end that. Okay, shout-outs. Okay, um, the EU, European Union, Australia, New Zealand, the UK, Russia, Canada, uh, they hear me or can hear me. They're, I have a couple in each of those places. Um, it is via... Um, Anchor.fm and Spotify. Okay. Uh, excuse me while I look here. Okay. Uh, shout out, shout out, shout out. Uh, Mickey Huff. And uh, be sure to get his uh, State of the Free Press 2023. It just came out um, uh, on the 6th. And if you go to projectcensored.org, org uh you can order a book signed by both mickey huff and um ooh, ooh, andy lee roth oh okay brain freezes they're starting already okay both mickey and uh, uh <laughs> both mickey and andy can write at the very least, they can write their own names. So um, you can get a signed book if you just go to uh, uh, projectcensor.org. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, I didn't write down my shout-outs, uh, so I'm having to uh, wing it. I'll wing it. I'll wing it. Okay. Um, first... Okay, local, Nariman, Keith and Cody, uh, Kevin and Lori, uh, 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 Nick, uh, Tom and Nancy Throw, and uh, Tom Gaffey at the Aquas, and, uh, um, oh, I'm having a brain freeze again already. Okay, over in uh, Sebastopol, Rich and Kathy, and... Uh, Tom Gaffey at the Phoenix. That's what I was thinking of, trying to think of. And um, let's see. Okay, uh, San Francisco. Oh, Yvonne Santos and down in um, uh, Tiburon, uh, Dennis and Megan. And um, let's see, Arizona, my brother Bran. And his wife, Mina, and my niece, Andrea, take care of yourself, her husband, Tim, and the three little terrorists, Arkansas, um, Shannon Reed, Florida, um, Amelia Beamer, Nelson and Alice, North Carolina, David Rubin, my favorite lung doctor, Long Island, Gerilyn Goldfinger. Um, let's see, I'm, I know, I'm, oh, Pacifica, uh, Stan Gustafson. And uh, uh, Miller, Susan Miller, um, the lefty, uh, the most lefty person in Pacifica. Okay, uh, up to Sonora, uh, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, Bob and Sandy Fisher, and uh, Brad and Martha Fisher. Martha, take care of yourself. She's a nurse. Um, Daryl Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, Kathy Francis, 
Lynn Quayle, uh, and um, John Gleason and his two daughters, Tiffany and... Um, oh boy, brain freezes. You gotta love them. Okay, and uh, all the way down to Mexico City, Rosie Lopez Negrete. Uh, Tiffany and Jennifer. Whew. Okay, alrighty. Uh, good news, good news, and um, I am gonna do this little article over again because it is it is such important, and I hope that this from New Zealand uh, is a trendsetter. Okay, New Zealand on Tuesday, this is about three Tuesdays ago, uh, passed into law a unique plan to phase out the tobacco smoking to uh, by imposing a lifetime ban on uh, people buying cigarettes. Okay, the law states that tobacco can, can't ever be sold to anybody born on or after January 1st, 2009. It means the minimum age for buying cigarettes will be going up and up. In theory, somebody trying to buy a pack of cigarettes um, 50 years from now would need ID to show that they were at least 63 years old. The new law also reduces the number of retailers allowed to sell tobacco uh, from about 6,000 to 600. All right. All right. We should have a law like that in uh, the United States. And uh, another bit of good news on the uh, inhaling smoke front, um, Juul uh, the vape company uh, may have to declare bankruptcy. Okay, um, good news, good news. I've uh, told some of my people that uh, occasionally critique this show that I should try to concentrate more on good news. Well, first of all, I'm going to sip some wine. Mm. All right, more good news. Okay, good environmental news. Australian engineers have developed a way uh, to create green hydrogen. Now, by green, they mean uh, non-polluting. And uh, hydrogen is one of the fuels that uh, may power some transportation of vehicles of one sort or another. Uh, it, the problem is just getting a lot of hydrogen, and it takes a lot of energy to uh, do that. Okay, they developed a way to create green hydrogen 14 times faster through electrolysis by uh, using high-frequency vibrations in the process. The team from RMIT University. Uh, I've never heard of that. Are they uh, uh, stealing the MIT part of it? Okay, I don't know. Uh, 
says the development could accelerate the global shift toward cheap hydrogen fuel for transportation and other uses. With sound waves making it much easier to extract hydrogen from water, it eliminates the need to use corrosive electrolytes and expensive electrodes, such as platinum iridium, said uh, Amgad Risk, Pesk, uh, capital P-E-Z-K. I have no idea what um, nationality he would be. He added that the new process will allow the use of much cheaper electrode materials such as silver. I didn't think silver was really all that cheap, but what do I know? Okay. Bad, inaccurate news. Here's a, oh God, Marjorie Taylor Green quote. Okay, here it is. Quote, the left wants you to believe that you can make your gender whatever you want. Um, that's a direct quote from Marjorie Taylor Green, And need I say it's false? And she is a horrible excuse for a woman. She's almost as bad as Carrie Lake, um, but she has far less smarts. This fixation with MAGA heads about, uh, about gender, it's just, you can trace the obsession with this back to fundamentalist evangelical Christians. God, I'm sorry. I got uh, caught um, in mid-burp. Uh, okay, and that's one of the occupational hazards of doing ranting like I'm doing right now. Another sip. Okay, the uh, MAGA head conservative GOP's obsession with gender stems from uh, Christian fundamentalist evangelical creeps. Uh, okay, from now on, those kind of Christians I'm going to refer to as creepy Christians, and uh, I'm going to mention them right here in the next segment. There really is a bad echo in these uh, earpieces. Uh, so mm, sometimes I'll stumble over words and, uh, you know. The Castro District, okay, this was entitled Good, Happy, Fun News. Okay. The Castro District in San Francisco, and I'm familiar with it. I used to live in San Francisco back in the 70s and uh, early 80s before we moved up here to uh, Petaluma. Anyway, uh, the Castro District in San Francisco uh, held its Winter Wonderland Fair, a family-friendly event where straight parents and their kids 
mingle with their gay neighbors. Drag Queen Storytime was there to read to the kids, which were about 30 or so kids uh, gathered around this uh, little stage to listen to the uh, drag queens reading books to them. Uh, the first story was, It Feels Good to Be Yourself. Um, and I haven't read this book myself or even seen it, but it begins, quote from the book, When she was a little girl, she thought she was a boy. When she grew older, it turned out they were right. She was a boy. Okay, can you imagine a Republican um, even picking up this book, let alone reading it? Okay, it was read to the gathered kids by Persia. Okay, capital P-E-R, capital S-I-A. That's her uh, stage name of one of the um, drag performers. I have never seen her myself. And um, this was from an article about uh, the Castro District's uh, Winter Wonderland Christmas celebration. Okay. Um, there was a holiday art mart and uh, a petting zoo and a Santa, a, a big blow-up Santa, and then an, a real live Santa who was there to have all the kids sit on his lap and let Santa know what they wanted for Christmas and tell him about their dreams. Um, there were, thank goodness, uh, no cosplaying, thuggish, middle-aged, military wannabes. But 20 protesters who arrived to demonstrate against the co-mingling of Christmas and gay pride. Okay. A Jesus screamer with a bullhorn implored the parents to take their kids to church on Sunday mornings, not a drag show. One man carried a placard reading, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Oh, man. Uh, some attendees got into a, uh, uh, quote-unquote, uh, heavy discourse. And these are the words that uh, the San Francisco Chronicle newspaper uh, choose, chose to use when describing this. Lively discourse. Mm. Um, with the protesters, uh, police kept them separated. Um, the creepy Christians eventually just wandered away, went home or went to their Jesus shrines or wherever they go to. Okay, California State Senator Scott Weiner at the Winter Wonderland, he was there, he's a state senator representing this district, said, Scott Weiner said this, they are a bunch of homophobes who came to our Wonderland block party to tell us we are all going to hell. But love beats hate. Here, here. It, it certainly does. And, uh, Republicans and MAGA heads um, 
followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag just can't grasp that uh, bit of wisdom. Mm. Uh, by the way, uh, Scott Weiner, a Democrat and an out gay, ha has received countless death threats and hate mail. You know, uh, I haven't actually received any death threats or hate mail. I eagerly await to receive my first one. Come on, MAGA heads out there. I told you how to email me, themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. You know, tell me to go to hell or whatever you want to tell me. Okay. Um, I wonder what the uh, political party affiliation of these who actually sent hate mail and death threats to uh, State Senator Scott Weiner. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. It said... Uh, oh, okay. My notes, my notes, my notes. Uh, I, it just said New York Times article. Okay, I forgot what I meant by that. Okay, this is an article from December 8th uh, from the New York Times. My, it's kind of become my favorite newspaper now because the San Francisco Chronicle has been shrinking in size so much and increasing their cost for a subscription, but, you know, I'm not going to stop. Uh, I need to know what's going on locally. Okay. All right. And um, here we go. Tony Perkins. Oh, God, what another creepy Christian. Uh, the president of the conservative... Family Research Council. They aren't researching anything. They're just spewing hate is what they do. Okay, I'm off my article here. Uh, Tony Perkins, the president of the Conservative Family Research Council, railed against a drag reading being held at a Montana zoo this summer, telling his radio audience it was, quote, about targeting our children and grooming our children. Uh, you're going to hear that word more and more and more until, you know, I'm successful in my quest to get rid of Republicans and conservatives and MAGA heads. You're going to hear them all using the term um, grooming, grooming. And uh, the guy who came up with that and also came up with the woke thing and came up with the, uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, CRT. His name is Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O. May he spontaneously combust. Okay. Quote. This is a quote from uh, little Marco Rubio, the spineless senator from Florida. 
They indoctrinate children, said Marco Rubio, a Republican, in a campaign ad as an image of a drag performer reading to children flashed on the screen. Quote, try to turn boys into girls. Republicans, even a lot of the intelligent ones, and that's a dwindling number, and MAGA heads and evangelicals have no understanding about uh, gender studies or gender dysphoria. All they know is what's in the Bible. In fact, they don't even know that very well. Okay, where am I? I'm off this article. Okay, uh, the idea of having drag performers read to children in libraries and schools and places like restaurants uh, was developed in 2015 by a queer parent of a young child who wanted to make a place for kids that would be inclusive. And um, said Jonathan Hamilt, capital H-A-M-I-L-T, the executive director of Drag Storytime, which has now become a worldwide uh, group. Uh, and what they do is they organize readings around the country. Uh, quickly, the idea grew from the first reading, in the, which was in the Castro District of San Francisco, and spread around the country. And they have some chapters in other countries now, too. Okay. Uh, several states, got to be MAGAhead states, are uh, now considering bills to rein in drag shows, a legislative effort that could also affect the rights of transgender people. MAGAheads and Republicans don't care about that. Uh, the rights of transgender people. They shouldn't be around anyway. The trannies are coming. The trannies are coming. And their ability to take the stage in public, regardless of the nature of the uh, performance. Lawmakers in Tennessee and Idaho have signaled an intention to try to ban drag shows in public. In Texas, oh God, a proposed bill would prohibit minors from attending drag performances, defining them as any show in which a performer, quote, exhibits a gender identity that is different than the performer's gender assigned at birth using clothing, makeup, or other physical markers. Can you believe this, Republicans? Do you wonder why I just want to do my little bit here on this YouTube and radio show to get rid of all Republicans, GOP, conservatives, MAGA heads, followers of the orange sociopathic bloat bag, Oh. Mm. Okay, uh, this is a quote from somebody here. Okay, this is going to be the first year 
where the drag bills are seen and tested nationally, said Chase Strangio, the deputy director of transgender justice at the American Civil American Civil Liberties Union. Quote, he, he is quote, it has been it has been very strategically manufactured. Friction has been building along with the popularity and mainstream um, drag mainstream presence of uh, drag performers, which are often a kind of variety show in which gender assumptions um, are challenged through dress and makeup, dance and song. Dance and song? Republicans don't like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not reading the entire article, Hill. Uh, as who's saying this? Oh, as silly as this debate is, it's also morally serious in its own way, said Andrew Walker, an ethicist at Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Southern Baptists have ethics? Hmm, I'm surprised. Okay, continuing with the quote, For a lot of Christians, they look and see a culture that has no moral limits. I would say that the LGBTQ community has far more morals and make people happier than any Southern Baptist. Okay. Uh, quote, this is another quote from another guy from this Christopher Rufo. Many of these performances are quite different than they're presented, said Christopher Rufo, a conservative activist um, from the Manhattan Institute, th a Republican think tank. Okay. He helped make the critical race theory, a Republican boogeyman, and has opposed drag shows for children. If you look at Texas, for example, you see things that are indefensible, he said, such as simulated sex acts. Okay, there are none like that in children's story times. He must have uh, stumbled into a Republican strip show or something. Oh, okay, enough of that. Okay, another sip. Okay. Okay, uh, here are six, <clears throat> excuse me, Six GOP, I'm talking about California now. Here are six GOP MAGA heads that should be voted out of office in uh, 2024. They voted no on the Respect for Marriage Act, uh, which would uh, uh, keep same-sex marriages and um, interracial marriages uh, honored if they were performed in a state that allowed them. 
can you imagine uh, uh, a, a gay couple going to, I don't know why they would, but uh, going to Alabama or Arkansas or Tennessee and you know, just trying to live a happy life? Hmm. Okay, Who's, who are these six Californians? Are you listening? Okay, Kevin McCarthy, he's at the, of course, he's at the top of the list. Somebody that the world would be better off if he just would pursue another career like, you know, a coronavirus tester or something. Anyway, he represents the area of California around Bakersfield. And Young Kim, K-I-M, she is Korean, and um, she is in Orange County down there somewhere. She barely won her congressional race in the last election, but she voted against the Respect for Marriage Act. Doug LaMalfa. He's up in Richvale in Butte County, California. Tom McClintock, he has been in office up in uh, Tuolumne County and parts of uh, the Sierra Nevada forever. Please, please people up there, vote him out. He actually lives in Elk Grove. I, I don't know whether Elk Grove uh, is in his district or not, but vote him out. Connie Conway, she's down in Tulare County. That's in the southern central valley of California. Number six, Michelle Steele. Uh, she's uh, representing Seal Beach, which is another area in Orange County. And she herself is of Korean heritage. Um, I, I just don't understand these people's thinking. I don't understand why they're Republicans in the first place. Uh, but anyway, they are. Okay, Kevin McCarthy, Young Kim, Doug LaMalfa, Tom McClintock, Connie Conway, and Michelle Steele. Hmm. Vote them out in uh, 2024. Okay, um, this is uh, a confirmation of what we should all know and were talked about in the uh, 2016 and 2020 presidential elections. Kremlin connected entrepreneur Evgeny Prigozhin. Prigozhin. It's, I'll spell it. Capital P R I G O Z H I M. Uh, admitted Monday, and this is uh, back on the 5th of uh, December, uh, that he had, in fact, interfered in U.S. elections and would continue to do so. It was the second admission in recent months by the 61-year-old businessman who has very close ties to Russian President Putin, a.k.a. the puppet master of the orange sociopathic bloat bag, uh, 
In September, Prigozhin also publicly stated that he was behind the Wagner Group, which is a, a military mercenary uh, force of paid fighters. Um, maybe this is true, maybe not. Okay, just because he said it, maybe he's building up his worldwide reputation. Uh, maybe he wasn't successful at uh, interfering in the U.S. elections in 2016 or 2020. But I have no doubts that Russia tried to, with the help of some underhanded Republican operatives. As far as Russian interference goes, I'm still quite suspicious of Julian Assange and his efforts in the 2016 election, presidential election, to undermine Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. He did, in fact, work very closely with Roger Stone, that cartoonish villain that's a close advisor to um, the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Um, they uh, conspired to release uh, Hillary's emails uh, the same day that, uh, oh, there's a name for it, but Donald Trump was getting off of a bus and he was joking around with this TV personality about how you should just grab women by their pussies and blah, 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 and all of that, it, which would have been a bigger deal uh, if the Hillary emails hadn't come out coincidentally on the same day. Okay, so um, personally, I don't think that he really cares, but I will never forgive Julian Assange of that, okay? And uh, Roger Stone is another MAGA head that deserves spontaneous combustion. Mm. Okay, danger alert. <sighs> A growing network of MAGA head moms is uh, fueling book bans all across the country. Uh, the groups describe themselves as defending parental rights. These groups are increasingly well-funded and are focusing on local politics and school boards. And, quote, uh, this is not about banning books. Oh, no. Uh, it's about protecting innocence of our children. Now, who said this? Keith Flaw, okay, F-L-A-U-G-H, a founder of Florida's Citizens Alliance. Okay, continuing on with the quote. And not having government schools indoctrinate our kids. That sounds like something that uh, Christopher Rufo would have come up with in a memo to Republicans everywhere to 
you know, every time you mention schools, say they're indoctrinating our kids. Uh, okay, Brooke Stevens, capital S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, challenged 27 kids' books, 27 books in her kids' Davis School District. This is in Utah. Um, and she is definitely a MAGA head mom. She failed, which is good news, to get even one removed as of today. Now, I'm talking about the 27 that she objected to. There have been other successful book bans. Okay, Stevens Group um, that she helped found, Utah Parents United, where uh, Brooke Stevens calls herself the curriculum director. She's influenced Utah lawmakers to pass HB, that means House Bill 374, which requires public K through 12 schools to remove books containing pornographic or indecent matter. 52 books uh, banned from Utah's largest school district, which is Alpine, uh, which is near Salt Lake City. Mm, that's where uh, these 52 books were banned for review. They always say we just want to review them. Okay. There is hope. Librarians in Texas formed Freedom Fighters. Okay, let me spell that for you. Capital F-R-E-A-D. Read, get it? Read. Freedom Fighters. In Florida, parents who oppose book banning formed Freedom to Read Project. Uh, Stefana Farrell, Jin Cousins, and Regan Miller are the founders of this group. Uh, they keep close track of Florida Citizens Alliance. Okay, that's the one that that uh, flaw. What was his name? F L A U G H. He founded. Okay, they they're kind of two competing organizations. One is for freedom. One says they're for freedom. There's a big difference. Just like Moms for Liberty, which is, I think, of the book banning organizations, the most dangerous of them all because they have uh, 